0: Log Talk Radio. Right into this world, all alone. Guys, take your soul. You're on your own.
1: The crow flash train. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a live edition of Wayne In Sports Talk. I am your host, Brian Tarvin. Hopefully we'll be joined by several people tonight. Maybe Quinn, Jonathan, Sonia, Everett, whoever wants to call in. Call in. Free for all Tuesday. I'm not going to be able to do one tomorrow. So I figured, you know what? Tuesday night, let's kill an hour. Let's let's talk some football. Let's talk some bowl games. Let's talk some NFL previews. What I mean, it's, it's not the same without college football. I have to admit, but the storylines usually start getting juicier and juicier around this time of year. And and you know, we can focus strictly for a few weeks on the NFL as they take center stage. So now we're gonna have some I think we I don't know if they're having yes, a Thursday night game will be Tampa Bay St. Louis and they're even having a Saturday game, the Cowboys and the Jets. So as the year goes on for the next three weeks, you will see some Saturday games because college football is not with us right now, but the bowl games, I believe now, I'm checking right now, they will be starting this Saturday, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Yep, we have one, two, three, four, five games Saturday. The Arizona State or Arizona, New Mexico, BYU, Utah, Ohio, Appalachian State, San Jose State, Georgia State, Arkansas State, Louisiana Tech. I mean, gosh. I mean, really. I mean, the only person that'll be watching these is Jonathan, and he'll it'll be because he has a hundred bucks bet on each game. Uh, Jonathan, this bowl weekend coming up. I don't know what you think about it, but I'm not very intrigued.
2: Um, I mean, yeah, you, you kind of hit it on the head with, yeah, I'll be I'll be watching.
0: Um, there's no <laughs> doubt about that.
2: There's some there's some tasty games out there for me this weekend.
1: Georgia State, I mean, that'll be a good game to see what they can do against San Jose State. Um, you know, BYU-Utah won't be a terrible game. Two, nine, and three teams this early, you know, in the bowls. South Florida at eight and four, getting to play Western Kentucky, that ought to be entertaining Monday. But,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: you know, it's it's just not that time yet. So what I want no, like to focus not. on at this time is, is the NFL. This is what it's about. I mean, we... We saw I don't know if we talked about it much, Sunday remind me, but Andy Dalton is out for the year. And I think this this shakes up the AFC, doesn't it? I mean this could be this could be a divisional nightmare for them. I mean, they have a lead right now, a two game lead over Pittsburgh, but who's to say if Andy Dalton doesn't come back that Pittsburgh wins out, Cincinnati loses out, and Pittsburgh wins the division.
2: Yeah, I mean there there is a the chance of that happening. Um I just don't see it. Cincinnati, uh their their schedule from here on out isn't incredibly difficult. Uh they gotta play San Francisco. Um they get Denver which in in Denver, which ought to be a tough game. They're at San Fran this week, so that's not gonna be a cakewalk. But they get the close of the year against Baltimore. Uh, you know, yeah, with without game, quarterback though. Yeah, but, no quarterback. I mean, Baltimore, Baltimore doesn't have a team.
1: Yeah, but think, think as an Alabama quarterback, what has it been, 30 years since they've won a game in the NFL as a quarterback? I mean, will that change this year? A.J. McCarron's already compared himself to Tom Brady this week, didn't he? Yeah,
2: I mean, he he made the he, – he did make that remark. And, you know, from what I saw from A.J., all things considering because we got to remember he just all of a sudden got thrown into the fire. Um, it's not like, you know, he knew he was starting this week. All of a sudden, you know, halfway through the game, hey, AJ, you got to go in. Wait, what? Uh, You know, so I think uh, this week we'll see how he looks against San Francisco. Um, You know, San Francisco hasn't exactly been a a dominating team this year. And I think that's a good team for him to really get get his feet wet with.
1: Yeah, a lot of games on tap this weekend. And, you know, a game is very important that people are probably gonna overlook Jonathan in the NFL Carolina and the Giants. If I'm not mistaken, the Giants are tied for first in their division right now. So they're you, you look at a mm-hmm. six and seven team right now, you'd think they didn't have anything to play for really, but they do. And mm-hmm. they, they played close games all year long. I mean they've been in all their games. They got I think they got lost by double digits one time. But this is a a team right now in New York, playing a Carolina team early. Could this be – this is the game we both talked about weeks ago. Could be the roadblock for Carolina's perfect season.
2: Yeah, I, I, this game still gives me the willies. Um, I have a nice prop bet on Carolina to go undefeated. So, obviously, I'd like to see them win this weekend. And, you know, it, it would be really neat just to see Carolina go 16-0. and And, you know, you have people who – begin to realize, oh, well, you don't need a super dominant team, um, you know, and then you do the whole, well, the 72 Dolphins weren't exactly a team full of stalwarts. Um, But that's where, you know, the, I mean, God, that, you know, the, that Dolphins team, that, that's two decades before my time. So well, my father was born yet. Yeah. But, I mean, well, Carolina has a good chance, and you're right. Eli had almost about as perfect as a game as you could have yesterday, uh, Monday night.
1: Yeah. He did, and I'm going to tell you something about Carolina, and you tell me what you think. I see a team that's getting better, and when I say better, they're able to pass them. If you notice Cam Newton, he's hitting so many different receivers. He's got an elite tight end. I mean, his passing game has just elevated over the last couple of months, man. I mean, it's just this team gets better and better, and while they're getting better passing – Jonathan Stewart's able to rest, this running game kind of, you know, just to, to to catch his breath a little bit. And usually teams that are undefeated like this, they, they had a hot streak sometime early in the season, and they start fading a little bit. This Carolina team is showing no signs of slowing down, Jonathan. They're getting better and better every
2: week. I would agree. It does seem like they're getting stronger as the year goes on. And uh, I was actually talking to somebody who's in the know with the New England Patriots last night. We were having a conversation about how the Patriots wanted nothing to do with Cam when he was coming out of college because they didn't believe he could um, take snaps under center. And while that is essentially still so true, Carolina plays most of the game with the shotgun, what they've done is they've revolutionized um, how they play offense. And they're really showing the league, hey, you can play a shotgun-oriented offense and still be a very successful team in this league. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people seem to be missing um, they run a lot of the plays on the shotgun, and they you know they do a fantastic job with it. Mm-hmm. And it's because of the weakness we thought was going to be offensive line It not a weakness at all. The offensive line been phenomenal this year.
1: Well, it just gives Cam Newton more time to. You have your best athlete on the field, really. It gives him another couple of seconds to make another decision. You know, it's it's but it's, I, I don't like under center anymore as much. Because it puts mm-hmm. the quarterback, you do this play action pass out of from under center, you could get killed, and that's where turnovers happen a lot. Cam Newton can do play action just fine out of the shotgun, and uh, and he has time to throw the ball away in case you know they read it right and and they come in. But yeah, he's he's a perfectionist man. He's getting better and better. I don't think the Giants, because I just think the defense of Carolina will be the difference in this football game. Eli had a great game last night. But let's face it, New York's offensive line is not that great. And I think Carolina is going to exploit that. It'll be a close game. I think Carolina, they're a five-point favorite. I think Carolina probably win by four or five points. I think that sounds about right. But they're not going to lose to New York, and it's because of the defense of Carolina is going to rise up in this one. What do you think? Well,
2: oh, and, You know, one thing about you know, looking at, and this was mentioned last night, which, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, well, no, you know, no, duh. I mean, of course he's not great against the run, but Jason Pierre-Paul against the run is, is a liability. And that's the problem when you have great pass rushers like that. Is they're not focused on stopping the run. They're just trying to get, you know, eight yards upfield essentially every play. So it, it's definitely something where I think Carolina has an advantage there. And you're going to see them run to the left side a lot more this week than you normally would. Um I mean, I you know, it's just I'm waiting until game day for a weather report because once I know the weather, you know, isn't just a complete crap fest of wind and cold and just disgusting, then I'll feel 100% confident saying Carolina's going to win. But if that weather gets a little shaky out there, Elon knows how to plan that. Cam really doesn't. And I think that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's something you have to keep an eye on. Oh,
1: no, yeah. That's a, that's a good thing. But one thing about Carolina is they don't. They don't fumble the ball a lot, we've noticed, and that's mm-hmm. a good thing. When weather gets sloppy, it seems like they're holding on to the ball a little bit. So we'll 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 keep our eye on the Carolina Panthers and if Cam wins this one, no doubt M V P right. Uh,
2: no no doubt M V P and no doubt undefeated season in my book. Uh their last two games are are gonna be, you know, cakewalks and one of those includes my Bucks team and I think we have no shot of Carolina's undefeated so you,
1: going into that. So you think it's uh do you think Carolina will play for the undefeated season or do you think they'll rest the starters those last two? Just say – just pretend Arizona loses this weekend. They they lose their mm-hmm. three games. Carolina wins. They're guaranteed home-field advantage throughout the playoffs. What do they do with Atlanta and Tampa Bay right here? I think they could still beat these teams with their backups then. Uh, well – after I wouldn't go half. that far. After a half, um, after a half, I would say, right. play your starters a half and then let your backups come in.
2: Well, because I heard there was a great conversation about that on uh, uh, the NBC pregame show uh, Sunday night, and they were they were discussing that with Rodney Harrison and um, Tony Dungy and Tony Dungy's last person to take advice for this matter. And the reason I say that is Tony Dungy every year. You know, as soon as the Colts lost the game and then they clinched, you know, whatever spot they had, he was sitting everybody. And we saw how that backfired year after year. I watched him do it in Tampa, and I watched him do it in Indianapolis. He would just sit, guys, at the end of the year, and they'd get musty. And what would happen is the guys get up two weeks off, and they're not ready for that playoff game. So Ron Rivera's already discussed how he's going to tow that line. And I think uh, at this point, you go and you you get 15-0. Like, Atlanta, you know, I believe Atlanta's the Week 15 game, and if Atlanta hasn't quit on the season, I don't know what they've done. Um, so that that shouldn't be too difficult to the game. It's going to be that Bucks game. where the Bucks haven't quit, and they're not going to quit because they're a young team who finishing eight is a huge accomplishment for this team. Um, and I think that's the game where Ron Rivera tells his starters, look, you got to have to put this game away. You know, here here's the first half of the game. You guys got to get up by 20 points. You want to go 16-0 because I'm not putting you back out there for the second half.
1: Yep. And the bye week, too, is so important. People forget that Carolina, they're not a wild card team. They get a week off to rest, and and that's fine. Everybody has a bye week, right? I mean, let's look at how Carolina did on their bye week. They 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 played Tampa. They won that game 37-23. They had a bye they came out, looked good against Seattle. went on the road, 27-23, and then they started clicking. And then it started, the train rolling. I don't want to stop. I don't want to slow down the train. I don't want to. I want the backups to play some because I want them to have some game time experience. I do want the starters to rest, but yet I don't want to lose. You, if you 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 come 15 and 0, man. If you get to that point, if Tampa, you're in Carolina. You don't want to close it out right there, the regular season in Carolina. And celebrate a 16 and 0 no regular season, even though you haven't won anything yet. I just think you want to do that for your fans that supported you all year. And and I made a comment on this Carolina message board, Jonathan. They were last year. They were like, "Why in the world do we have Cam Newton? He should be benched. He sucks." And I came back Sunday, I, I advertised my show, and I was like, "I want some of these morons that came in here and said so they wanted Derek Anderson as their quarterback to come on my radio show, please." So we can talk about this. I think I see Quinn in the queue. Hold on just a second, Jonathan. I can't believe it. Quinn, Quinn, man, you've been on hold for 14 minutes. I apologize, buddy.
3: It's all right.
1: You saw Quinn, did you day. watch
2: Tombstone yet?
1: Yes, hold on. Yes, this is where we're starting. Quinn, since the last couple of shows, have you watched Godfather, Scarface, Tombstone, one of those movies? Nope.
2: Oh my God! Goodness. I gave you the free links. Come on,
1: man. All you have to do is watch those, man. I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> Come on, Quinn. <laughs> Come on, Quinn. So, Quinn, we're talking about Carolina. I mean, how do you play this? Yeah. You're Rivera right now. How do you play this if you if if you somehow beat the Giants? First of all, do you think they're going to beat them? And then they go yeah. to Atlanta and they finish off at Tampa. How do you do this if you're Coach Rivera?
3: You go sixteen and all. That's how you do it.
1: Yep. Yeah.
3: And then you play your. Yeah, you never lose as on purpose. You have to.
1: Yep. Yeah. You you don't lose on purpose, man. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's just to me, it's a different age, man. Screw that pressure. All oh, if you if you go undefeated in the regular season, you'll lose. No, that's not how it goes, man. Screw that go undefeated. You win every game. You put the fear of God in these teams that they think mm-hmm. they're going to come into Carolina. And you and you know what, Jonathan? If you're going to, if you're going to beat Carolina, you've got to do it on their field.
2: You know, that's mm-hmm. the main thing. Mhm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, no,
1: and nobody that's, can that's what you're looking nobody at. can.
3: No, nobody
1: can. Seattle Seattle's good, Quinn, but I don't think they can win in Carolina. They're good in Seattle. You know, uh, Arizona's a good team. They're not going to get out of that dome and come in to beat Carolina.
3: All I got to say is hopefully, hopefully Seattle gets that fifth wild card spot, and Carolina doesn't have to play them in that divisional round around because because I I think I, I have know. a feeling that this, <laughs> that the Seattle team could make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. They're hot right now. They're buzzed on.
1: Well, Seattle they're is eight yeah. five right now. They're they're tied with Minnesota. So you're saying, so you're saying, if Seattle wins out, they're going to fill up that fifth wild card spot, right? And then they don't have to play yeah. Carolina until possibly the championship game. Is what you're saying? Mm-hmm. If they win out,
3: yeah, yeah. Which okay. which would yeah, be that, good. Well, well, Jonathan and
1: Glenn, let's talk about this NFC lease here, okay? The NFC League right now is being led by the Washington Redskins, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Giants are all tied for first place. And then we have at two games out of first at 4-9, the Dallas Cowboys. I have no idea, guys, who's going to win this. I have no clue who's going to win the division. I think he should just forfeit that and put Chicago in. What do you think, Johnson? I mean, I just, I, I, I just look at these teams and – I think Philadelphia's got a shot if they can beat Arizona, but that's going to be tough. The Redskins play a tough schedule. I think the Giants have it easier than anybody, especially if they could get past Carolina. You're looking at at Minnesota. No, they don't either. Giants play Carolina, at Minnesota, and Philly. That's not Mm -hmm. easy. Philadelphia plays Arizona, Washington, and New York. I guess that's the easiest one, right?
2: Uh, I, I I was fooling around with the ESPN uh, playoff machine last night, and I actually somehow came with Washington winning this division. Uh, and I don't ask for you to ask me how, but I did at 8-8. I have Washington winning the division, and the only reason behind that is the Giants beating the Eagles in Week 17. Uh, I mean, this division has been a train wreck all year, and I, I think whoever... Whoever wins that division is the sacrificial lamb for uh, the Seahawks. And I, you know, Quinn, I, I hear you. You want Seattle to be the five seed? Here's the problem. Um, you no, know, you want, you know, see, no matter what, if Green Bay wins that wild card game, Seattle's got to go to Carolina if they if they win. I mean, you, I think you would rather have Seattle play Green Bay uh, than have Seattle play Washington to go to Carolina.
1: But hold on, what are you talking about, John? I think of the Green Bay the division, right? You just say Green Bay wins the division, and Seattle's the number one wild card, number five. How would they go to Carolina instead? Because the sixth team, the wild card, would go, wouldn't they? Like Minnesota would be the team that would go.
2: Yeah, but that's under the uh, under under the assumption that Minnesota doesn't get past Green Bay.
3: Oh yeah, that's true.
2: Yeah, yeah. so if Green if yeah. Bay beats Minnesota, then I mean, no matter what, you know, uh, Carolina would wind up getting Seattle. So I think at this point, you're just hoping Seattle uh, is the is the six seed, which I don't think is going to happen. I think they're going to get the five. But, but yeah. if you want and, them to be yeah, the but
1: feet, Go ahead, Glenn.
3: Yeah, but then if they were the sixth seed and 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 they won. Then Carolina would get them. So I, so I like the better chance of Minnesota beating Green Bay than, than mm-hmm. Seattle because I here's think no here's what, Seattle's going to win the wild card. Here's
1: the here's the deal: as long as Carolina plays their football game and they're at home, I don't care who they play, Jonathan. I mean, you can bring them, you can bring Green, and then that's the way I look at it. I mean. You're number one, you're undefeated, or say you're the number one team. Maybe you're not undefeated. All roads run through Carolina to the Super Bowl. So, okay, Arizona, we got to play you. You're coming here. Green Bay, bring Aaron Rodgers here, we'll kill him. That offensive line. Seattle, look, they're good, guys. Don't get me wrong, they're hot. But let's go back just a second. Let's look at something with Seattle. They played Pittsburgh at home and they, this is where it kind of started. They beat San Francisco, whoop-dee. I mean, who had? Um, they beat Pittsburgh in a close game, 39-30 to 30 in Seattle. They went on the road to Minnesota, and like Jonathan said, Minnesota was due to have that kind of game, and they did. They beat them. Baltimore without a quarterback. Cleveland now. St. Louis and Arizona. I just look at this. Seattle's scary, I guess, but they're really not beating anybody. The Minnesota game, I think, was a fluke in a way, but – I don't know. We'll see how they finish the season, but they're not going to beat Arizona at the end of the season unless Arizona's resting
3: players. I can, I can um, tell you that I right think now. That, I, think they'd be, I think they'll beat Arizona.
1: Yeah. Mm. I mean, if, are you talking about at full strength? If, if Arizona's playing yeah, full I'm strength. Yeah, I'm talking about a full strength. I don't know about that one, but that's your opinion, man. That's your opinion, and you're wrong 90% of the time, and that's Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, the I'm gonna
1: go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and say the Redskins win the East. Quinn, who are you gonna pick?
3: I'm thinking the Giants will win
2: the East. Jonathan, Uh you know, like I said, I I keep coming up with the Redskins winning it, so I'm gonna stick with my guns and say uh, the Redskins I see go the ahead win and pull
1: it. this out. All right, I want to see the. That'd Eagles be, win. That'd be right. interesting. No, do you I fire Chip Kelly the Eagles? No, I mean you fire Chip Kelly, you're an idiot anyway, man. These guys are a good football team, and I'm, I'm sorry, they just need to draft some defensive players. And and look at what he's done with every quarterback he's had. I mean, if you fire Chip Kelly, Eagles, good luck. I mean, you're a moron. Chip Kelly is a good football coach, unless and no, you don't fire him, Jonathan. And but these players, these day and age they got their feelings hurt, they may fire him, and, and Chip Kelly will go off and coach some college team and, and beat the crap out of people. But I think Chip likes the NFL, I do. I think he likes it. And uh, I'm telling you what, there's a lot of teams out there that would love to have Chip Kelly right now in the NFL. Think about it. Mm-hmm.
0: Man.
1: So let's move over Tennessee. here real quick. To, yeah. I mean, let's let's move over to a team – uh, the AFC West here that's, you know, I'm looking at Denver, and, and I picked this game, and y'all know I did, Jonathan. Remember before the show started, before the game started, I picked Oakland. I said I had a funny feeling Oakland was going to beat Denver. You said, I hope not. I laid the six or whatever you did, and it happened. Mm-hmm. I'm not sold on this Denver team. I'm not. I'm I'm not sold on the quarterback position. I don't think they can win without Paige Manning. And here you here you have the Kansas City Chiefs that's playing good football right now. Would I be crazy to think that, looking at their schedule, Kansas City at Baltimore, host Cleveland, host Oakland, Kansas City wins out. They're eleven and five. Let's look at Dipper's schedule right quick. They finish at Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and San Diego. I mean, I've seen stranger things happen, but Kansas City could sneak in there and, and, and tie them for that division. What do you think?
2: Uh, there there is that possibility and the tiebreaker, if I'm not mistaken, would go to Kansas City if certain yeah. if you know the events sell that way. Um it, it, it just that that game amazed me. Brock I let let me just say this. The kid finished thirty five for fifty one for three hundred and some odd yards. No interception. That's phenomenal. <laughs> the problem is he's very conservative. The other problem is You you can't hit Vernon Davis right in the hands. He's going to drop it every time. You can't throw a ball below Demarius Thomas' waist. He'll drop it every time. I mean, there were some really bad (laughs) drops in that game. And Oakland had negative 12 yards at halftime. I mean, Denver's defense is unreal. It's a great defense. Uh, I don't think it matters who the quarterback is because Peyton, I think, physically can't do it. And Osweiler mentally isn't there. If you can combine them, oh, my goodness. That'd be a great team. But as of right now, yeah. I think Denver is going to get their bye week. I think they'll get the bye. But I, I, I don't think that they make it to the AFC Championship game. And I don't think I don't care who the well, quarterback is. And I'm a huge Peyton supporter, but I think he's done.
1: Well, I'm going to tell you this, guys. It's lining up good for New England right now. I don't see mm-hmm. anybody. I do not see a team. Like in the NFC, you've got Arizona, Seattle, Green Bay, Minnesota, Carolina. You have some... Any one of those teams could could make it to the Super Bowl. I look at the AFC, I see one, especially with Andy Dalton out. That I mean, the only way Cincinnati was going to win it is if they had home field advantage, and that was a big if anyway because Andy Dalton choked. Pittsburgh mm-hmm. is a team that 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 I think if they can make it, they could possibly do it. But I mean, who has an easier road than New England?
0: Yeah, I'm
3: I, looking I at think this. I they're, think they're Pittsburgh locked.
2: will make it.
3: Yeah, no, it, but, I think I mean, Pittsburgh makes the Super Bowl.
2: They're hot right nah, now. Nah.
3: And New yeah, England's not healthy. they're not
1: going to no Super Bowl. Let
3: me tell you why. I, I think kids, ben, healthy,
1: ben Roethlisberger man. is going to get tackled, and he's going to get up limping, and they're going to lose. I mean. Uh, Look, they are hot right now, don't get me wrong, but New England's going to sit there, and they're going to have the advantage of a bye week, too, and home field advantage. There's no way. Mm -hmm. I mean, if anybody can go in there and beat them, it's it's Roethlisberger or Flacco. We know Flacco's not going to do it, but Pittsburgh's got to play Denver, at Baltimore, and at Cleveland. That's three physical games right there in a row, and then you head right into the playoffs, wild card weekend, to play somebody. But the one thing about it, they'll probably be playing two, like, Indianapolis or Houston. So that's not going to be a real physical game. But the, the Patriots are a lot for the Super Bowl, guys. I'm telling you, I, they're a no, lot. I don't
3: think so. I don't think so.
1: Is it depends on the health, health, you think? Wait, I'm what do you I, mean, me. I mean, Quinn, why do you say that? Do you do you worry? that? I mean, I'm going to ask you this. Is New England better right now than they were last year? I say no. But what do you think?
3: I'd say no. I don't know. I just, I, just don't, I just don't see him. I mean, Tom Brady, like what Jonathan has said, the best cap couple weeks is thrown to receivers he barely knows. You never heard of him. I mean, <laughs> and Pittsburgh seems to be getting healthy in all this. I think I think they could get it yeah. done.
1: Well, I hope Pittsburgh. I'll tell you what, I would love to see Pittsburgh and Carolina for the Super Bowl. That would be, Carolina mm-hmm. would be a three-point favorite in that game, Jonathan. That's what it would be, and it would be one heck of a football game.
2: It really would, because you, you'd you be putting uh, a real strength in Carolina in their defense against you know one of the most explosive offensive attacks out there, and that attack that's going to spread you out wide. And there's also the yeah. aspect of it'd be fun to see D'Angelo Williams go up against Carolina.
1: Yeah, and you, you got to think about this, too. Look at the weapons Pittsburgh has, the receiver. And, like, if you put them against Carolina, the difference is Cam Newton really doesn't have these big weapons. Ben Roethlisberger has them everywhere. And that's probably the best offense in the AFC is watching if Ben Roethlisberger's healthy at that receiving core. I, I sure would like to see them overtake Cincinnati, though. But, again, let's let's move to the AFC South right now. Indianapolis is trying to give it away. I predicted a blowout Sunday against, against Jacksonville. People laughed at me. But who's going to win this division? There's three teams that could win it, Jacksonville, Houston, and Indianapolis. Call me crazy right now, but Jacksonville's playing the best football out of all of them. John?
2: Jacksonville's playing pretty good football right now, and – so uh, early Sunday I decided to change and I was like, you know what, I'm I'm gonna take the Jaguars in this one. They're at home. Um and I mean Matt Hasselbeck just looks like he doesn't want to play anymore. And I, I think we saw that. <laughs> um well, crossed on the sideline when he got tackled. Yeah, I yeah, I mean he it, it was the sack where he lost his helmet and he just sat there. And you know, you know, just being in that situation uh, before you know, the the thought in his head is, "What am I doing here?" That's um, <laughs> all he's thinking is, "Why? Why am I doing this to myself? I'm forty, you know, I'm forty two years old. What am I doing? What am I out here to prove?" Uh, I mean, I, I think yeah. honestly, uh, at the end of the day, we might see Houston come away with this division only because TJ Yates is going to start at quarterback, and we know what we're going to get in TJ Yates. We've seen him before. For uh, Houston, it's not going to be like Indianapolis, where they're starting clipboard Jesus that quarterback. Um, and Jacksonville's a young team, but it's not like they have the easiest road to get there. Um, I'm I, this is this is again though. It's one of those things where it's like, does it really matter? They're going to mm-hmm. lose their their playoff game anyway. They're going to be seven yeah, and a half I like underdogs to Pittsburgh or Kansas City.
1: Yeah, I like Houston because at Indianapolis, they're going to win. At Tennessee, they're going to win, and they're going to beat Jacksonville in the season finale win, because that's in the dome in Houston. And like Jonathan said, they're going to get pistol whipped, boat raced, and skull drug all in the same weekend when they get into the
3: playoffs. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what will happen. I mm-hmm.
1: that's a definitely.
3: I'd actually wait to see Jacksonville come out of it. just been Mm -hmm. bad the last few years, and I think that would be kind of neat. Yeah, I would, too. I would, too. And Hey, guys, Quinn, you're
1: NFC North right here. We'll talk about them real quick before we get into some games. Green Bay holds a one-game lead over Minnesota and a four-game lead over Chicago. I guess it's safe to say
3: Chicago's done.
1: They're not going to make it. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: No, they're not.
1: Yeah, they're not gonna make it. They're done. Stick a fork in them. But let's look at it. Minnesota. Can they can they take this division and, and
3: put mm-hmm. Green Bay in that wild card? No. No, I don't think, don't think, I so? think Green Bay will win the division. I don't trust Minnesota. Minnesota. hmm
1: well, look, Green Bay goes to Oakland, to Arizona and they finish against Minnesota. That's that's three tough games, and two of them being on the road. Again, Arizona, where will they be at that time, you know, mentally? Let's go to Minnesota's schedule. They're playing Chicago, the Giants, both games at home, and they finish at Green Bay. Man, I I don't know. I mean, I think Minnesota could win the division, but Aaron Rodgers, remember what he says, relax. Remember, Aaron Rodgers wants everybody to relax. Mm-hmm. And, and let him and let him take control. Any chance the Falcons, Jonathan, get a wild card?
2: No, no, their season's <laughs> over. Stick a fork in them.
3: <laughs> they're horrible. They're worse than they horrible. They're like five and zero, oh, and they've like lost ever since.
1: Yeah, they they were five and zero, oh, and then they lost to New Orleans by ten, and they finally rebounded and beat Tennessee by three, and after that they've been. Six games in a row, they've been tortured, tormented, skull drug. I mean the thirty eight to nothing was the was the game that finally said, Okay, put a fork in me. And bad news for Atlanta, they gotta play Carolina again. And I'm gonna go to that game actually. I'm going to that game. I'm going to Atlanta and I'm buying a ticket for thirty five cents. And I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna wear a cam jersey and hopefully get one of those balls. There you go. that's what I'm going mean, to do. You might well, guys, be
2: overpaying let's... at $0.35, cents, though.
1: He said you could get If you go to Hooters and you get 10 wings, you'll get two club-level tickets. But wow. They, they to... That
2: might not be a bad
1: deal. I'm joking. Well, let's go over some of these games real quick, guys. Who do you like? Pittsburgh at home. and Quinn, this is your team right here. Pittsburgh favored six over Denver. I love the Steelers this weekend, man. Quinn, what do you think?
3: And it's in Pittsburgh? Yes. Yeah, I'd uh, I'd say Pittsburgh covers.
1: Jonathan, I mean, this could be a big game for Pittsburgh to send a big message, and Broncos could send them reeling right now.
2: Yeah, uh, Denver's defense is going to present some challenges, obviously, um, to to Pittsburgh, Um, you know, so Wheaton's going to have to have a big day because Tlaib is, you know, obviously uh, Antonio Brown's the best receiver in football right now, and I'm still very upset he couldn't get academic eligible to go to Florida State. But anyways, um, I think Pittsburgh covers the number here. Um, I just think they're the better team. And I think Denver, away from home, they could look a little shaky. They're not running the football well, and that's their biggest problem is they had 30-some-odd yards rushing on Sunday. They need to get the ground game going and this is the wrong team to try it against.
1: Well let's let's look at this schedule. They they went to Chicago, the little kid did, the quarterback. They went to New England. Or they played home against New England. They went to San Diego and all of a sudden I think this Oakland game just tripped this team up. They've been playing with fire lately, I think. Now Pittsburgh puts on a show this weekend. You on the road, I think this quarterback's going to struggle. What's his name? Os, whatever. How do you say? Osweiler. Rottweiler. Rock, uh, Osweiler. It like the dog, Rottweiler. Yeah. Right well, I like Pittsburgh in this game, and, and uh, I just do. They're, they could be the Super Bowl team. I'm, you guys got me thinking about Pittsburgh now even more, so thanks for that, confusing my small brain even more than what it already is. Thank you. <laughs> um, they're, they're, and, and, and there's two big lines this weekend in the NFL. Usually the games are pretty close in the NFL, the point spreads, but we have two. We have the Patriots at home, 14 over Tennessee, we have the Seahawks at home, fourteen and a half over Cleveland, guys. I like both those favorites to cover. Jonathan, I, usually when a team's favored like that, I take them and they cover. There's a reason why it's fourteen, fourteen and a half because usually it's a, a thirty-eight to uh, six kind of game. What do you think? Do you think the underdogs have a shot? Um,
2: I'm laying the points in both those games. I'm also going to put both of them. They're they're definite. Oh my goodness, you have to tease them. Um, I think the both these games are going to be blowouts. Obviously, uh, New England needs to keep winning, and Tennessee's been awful, and Seattle needs to keep rolling. So I, I think you're going to see two yeah. just ugly, ugly, ugly games.
1: Quinn, what do you think, man? You going with the favorite? Yeah,
3: I, I think both cover. Yeah.
1: Okay. Here's an interesting game: the Jaguars at home, three over the Falcons. After watching Jacksonville take care of Indianapolis, the way they're playing, the way Atlanta's playing, I can't see Atlanta beating anyone right now. So I have to take Jacksonville. I think they win by a field goal, but they'll win, Jonathan. So I'm gonna take Jacksonville.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm laying the points as well. Um, I I I just think that Atlanta's in a free fall. Uh, Blake Bortles is hot. Little known stat, Blake Bortles is actually third in the NFL in passing touchdowns with 30. Um, I, know, I mean, people are riding him off in the bus at the beginning of the year. And, you know, now he's one of three quarterbacks with 30 touchdowns, uh, the other two being Brady and Carson Palmer. So I definitely i have think, him as a um, keeper. I have him in my keeper should. league, Jonathan.
1: Yeah.
2: He, you should. He looks very good. He, he's definitely... was one of those things where... You had to get, give him time uh, to mature. He came out early out of college at, at, at UCF, so he needed some time to grow. He, he obviously has all the physical tools, and I think Jacksonville, uh, we might have a repeat of what happened la- uh, last week against Indianapolis.
1: Yeah, they could. Quinn, who do you like?
3: Yeah, I actually think Jacksonville wins. But I think they cover.
1: All right, now here's a big one, guys. The Buffalo Bills going on the road, laying the point. Buffalo's favored over Washington, and and then when I look at this game, I think of the Buffalo defense. I think of them. I don't. I just don't think Washington's going to beat these guys. I think Buffalo's got playoffs on their mind. And uh, what's their record right now? What's Buffalo's record?
2: I want to say they're six and seven. They're just about out of it.
1: Yeah, but I mean but if they win though and they keep winning anything can happen, but I just don't trust Washington guys. I really don't. I am gonna pick Buffalo and lay the point in this game, Jonathan. What do you what do you think?
2: Um, I'm gonna go the other way. I'm taking Washington. Um Kirk Cousins on the roads his passer rating is something right about I wanna say it's around uh about 10. sixty. And when he's at home it's like ninety five. Uh, he, the Redskins are, have been phenomenal at home this year. Um, th- I think this is a game where they win. Um, you know, It's interesting that the line has swung in the past you know, 24 hours, and I think there's good reason for that. The public's going to back Buffalo because there's still this love of Buffalo. They're out of the playoff hunt uh, and, and in my book completely. I don't think they can make up the ground. So this is just going to be one of those interesting uh, games that we're going to need to keep our eye on. But in all reality, I think we already know how it's going to go.
0: All right. All, right. All right. Well,
1: Quinn, your world. yeah, good job. Quinn, your Chicago Bears are on the road against Minnesota, getting five and a half points. I mean, any way your Bears can pull out a victory here and and help Green Bay win that division.
3: The Bears are well to win that game. Uh, the Bears are known for winning games they're not supposed to, and that's how it's gone all year, so I wouldn't be surprised at all if they went into Minnesota and beat them. <laughs> I think it'll be a close game.
0: Well, yeah,
1: well, we'll see. Jonathan, who do you like in this one? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the
2: Vikings. Um, Chicago's defense is actually pretty good this year. Uh, Hasn't gotten a lot of love. Uh, I believe they're ranked 12th overall. Uh this is a yeah. game where I, I think that they you know all you know just get after uh, Adrian Peterson and you can you can stop this team, Teddy Bridgewater is Chad Pennington two in my eye um so I think at the end of the day, if Cutler doesn't make a bunch of Cutler mistakes, which he really has not this year, uh I think the Bears can win, but if his you know if they need to rely on Robbie Gold to win, you need to go ahead and just say, you know kiss this one goodbye because he's just been trash." In uh, the crunch lately, yeah.
3: So Quinn, just, uh, okay. Quinn, the
2: the Green
1: Bay Packers are going on the road to Oakland. Oakland with a big win on the road at Denver. Green Bay's laying three. I just, I mean, this is going to be a good game. The over under forty six and a half. You have two hot quarterbacks. Really, uh, the difference is I think Green Bay's offensive line is going to have trouble against Oakland's front. And again, I'm going to go with the Oakland Raiders in an upset to beat Green Bay at home right here, Jonathan. I'll start with you, Jonathan. I mean, I saw what I saw out of their defensive line the other day on the road at Denver just made me believe in this team. And Carr is able to throw the football all over the field. I think Green Bay is going to struggle protecting Aaron Rodgers. Watch out for him getting injured.
2: Khalil Mack had a phenomenal second half against Denver. I believe he put up five sacks in the last 24 minutes of the game including the the, uh, the game clincher. I mean, Khalil Mack was just phenomenal. Uh, I think this is somebody that if you, you, you're a diehard and you watch college football, you knew coming out this guy was going to be an animal. Um, well, he, I, I, I'm, real, I'm staying away from this game. Buffalo, of all okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember watching him against Ohio State in 2013, and he just went to town in that game. And that's what really all of a sudden i was like, well, oh, hey, who's this kid? Um I'm yeah. gonna stay away from this game from a gambling aspect. Um, because this just like you said, it has the smell of an Oakland upset. Uh for an official pick, I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna go ahead and take Oakland plus to three. Uh, I don't think Green Bay is gonna blow this team out by any stretch of the imagination.
1: Quinn, who do you like?
2: I think Oakland
3: wins by ten.
1: Wow. All right, The uh, last but not least, Sunday Night Football, Arizona goes on the road to Philadelphia, favored three-and-a-half points. I like the Eagles to win this game, guys. Chip Kelly going to try to win this division. It's a big game for him. Uh, I do believe Philadelphia at home can give Arizona some trouble, maybe get this Carson Palmer. Jonathan, I know you're going to pick Arizona. Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, uh, until further notice, uh, I'm going to keep taking Arizona. Uh, they're, they've been they've been good to me this year, so I'm going to keep giving them the love. Um, I think this is another game though, where weather's a big factor. If it's a nice, clear, beautiful night, Arizona can have a great game and, and take care of business. But if if the weather for this game it gets ugly, Philly's going to have the advantage um, because Arizona, you know, they're used to playing in the dome.
3: Quinn, I think Arizona wins.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Well, guys, there's some uh, big basketball games coming up this weekend. Jonathan, um, Auburn's getting to play Xavier, 10th-ranked team on the road. Uh, Villanova's 12th going at Virginia, number eight. North Carolina goes to a trip to UCLA. Both teams are ranked. Kentucky plays Ohio State. Are you going to watch some college basketball this Saturday?
2: Yeah, uh, this Saturday looks pretty good. You know, I've been – I've been watching college basketball a lot lately. I've actually been making um, some money on some small teams, uh, like Eastern Kentucky tonight. And South Carolina actually covered the spread, so they, they did good for me tonight. Um, I'm excited for these games. How's North Carolina going to rebound after losing to Texas? Um, you know, is Ohio State, are they really just that bad, or is that a team that's growing? And Kentucky, can they get it together? That's, that's a real interesting game. Um I'm sorry for your Auburn Tigers, but Xavier's going to – I mean, that's a boat race. That's that's not going to be close.
1: You really don't think so?
2: No. Uh, I, I. From what I've seen from Xavier this year, that's a team that I consider to be a, a Sweet 16 team. And I, I, they're just – they're phenomenal. Well, they, Auburn They beat them touchdown last year. basketball. Yeah, Auburn beat them last I, year.
1: And I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Mm-hmm. Bruce Pearl has a knack four and be and when they're playing mercer tonight auburn is they're gonna piss around throw it away they may lose but when it comes to big game pearl's gonna start i think he has a shot to coach him up but you're right it's probably i don't know the point spread on that game what it's going to be but i'm sure xavier will be favored about 10 what what do you think yeah
2: that line's going to be somewhere between 10 and 14 um it's going to be a double-digit line. If it's under I, – I got to be perfectly honest. If that line is under double digits, I'm betting on Xavier without thought. Um, but, I've watched but, Auburn a little bit this year i have not so. been impressed.
1: Yeah, but I think with Auburn, you got to let them develop a little bit. Let the season go. Let them get into conference play. Let them – you know what I mean. Develop some chemistry. Yeah. They, they have lots some games this year that – what, Quinn?
3: Auburn's better than they were last year, and they keep on improving. I I don't I I don't think this will be a blowout. Um, I think Auburn could keep it between a ten and fifteen point game, and I wouldn't consider that I a think blowout win in basketball.
1: It. I think Auburn's gonna win the game.
3: Uh, it's at Xavier. I'm not sure. It's gonna be in a and in probably a Where pretty loud crowd.
1: Oh, hell of them. We'll see. <laughs> Kentucky I'm glad to see I'm glad to see Kentucky lose early, so we don't have to to hear about that all year about the undefeated. Mm-hmm. You know, they they, they beat you. That was their game. You know, they went to UCLA, Jonathan. I think they took UCLA for granted a little bit. After beating them by ninety five points last year, I think. You know. Mm-hmm. They probably just overlooked them. So we'll see. Kentucky is not as good right now as they were last year, but by the end of the season though. We'll see what Cal can do. We'll see what Mm -hmm. Mr. Calipari can do. Anything you want to talk about tonight, Jonathan, before we get out of here?
2: Uh, I mean, uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm interested right now in watching how Golden State responds after losing to Milwaukee. I really am. Uh, And I think we all need to keep an eye on uh, that that team, that behemoth, the dark knight that is – San Antonio, they just look so good. And I heard earlier tonight that Dwight Howard's looking to get traded out of Houston. And I think you know we need to watch what's going on in Houston and realize that's a ticking time bomb. Where's Dwight going to go now that apparently he wants to be traded?
1: Well, I hope he doesn't go to San Antonio because he'll destroy any team he goes to. So please, mm-hmm. you don't want him. You don't want him. That candy butt. Can't even. <laughs> tell. The Lakers at 3-21 and 21 tonight, getting four against Milwaukee. It's kind of hard to pick the Lakers to win this one, since so Milwaukee's the only team to beat Golden State, right, John?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm almost worried about a hangover from Milwaukee uh, after beating Golden State. How focused is that team going to be tonight? I think Jason Kidd, you know, I think he he's become a very good head coach, um, and I think he's going to have this team focused and ready to go. Uh, but, I mean, you just never know. I mean, I'm just waiting. And, honestly, I'm waiting for one of those nights where Kobe just is old Kobe. And I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but I'm still going to wait for it because that's it, it just doesn't oh. seem like it's going to be right for him to go out like this.
1: Well, Jonathan, or Quinn, let me ask you this. You're a big Auburn guy. Marlon Davidson, five-star defensive end, that's to announced tomorrow, not tomorrow. Um, he's going to release it around 8.30 a.m. Central or 9. Um, where do you think he's going to go? Florida's come in the picture, Georgia, Bama. I think he's going to end up staying at Auburn. What do you think?
3: I, th- I think he'll, I think he'll stay. I think he'll stay at Auburn. I think he'll commit to stay committed to Auburn.
1: You know, his older brother Kenneth Carter played, and is now on the staff at Auburn. <laughs> I mean. Hmm. Come on, let's, let's 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 get real here. He said he was seventy five percent to Auburn, and here's the deal. Um, what's going? To, I mean, if he if he wasn't going to commit to Auburn, Jonathan, why would he even commit right now? He would wait. I mean, he's, the fact that he's doing it now, he's he's taking Auburn, he's putting it behind him, and I'm seeing Auburn getting some momentum in the recruiting world. People aren't worried about the defense for Auburn right now. Some of these defensive players. I think because they know they have a shot to come in and play immediately, don't you? I think Auburn's going to I, – I think they're actually doing better because they haven't named a defensive coordinator.
2: Uh, I mean, I think it's helps a little. And I think it's just from the standpoint, like you said, these Auburn kids know if they're good enough, they're going to play. Uh, this isn't going to be the same situation we saw with uh, Cowart, where he kind of had his temper tantrum. That's not going to happen again. Um you know, if you're good enough, you're going to get playing time at Auburn on defense. And especially with the and, offense uh, they run, they cycle guys so much. You're going to play almost no matter what is you're on the two d Yeah, but the two thousand five star,
1: two thousand seventeen cornerback D'Angelo Gibbs from Georgia says he he's with Auburn. He's really it's not really affecting his decision. You know, Muschamp and T Rob recruited him, but he's he still likes Auburn. He says, I mean, and that's oh, what I yeah. like these players. These players aren't coming for the coaches only; they're coming for the school. And once they get, once these coaches get them to the school, it's like they fall in love with it, Quinn. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the key. They come to Auburn and they love that family atmosphere.
3: Yeah, and Tarvin, the, the defensive line could be nasty next year with that JUCO defensive line coming in, and then, and then you could have this guy and. Uh, and then you have Cowart and Lawson.
1: How about how about that Prince? Was it Wingo's his name? Remember the the guy oh, that yeah. didn't play football a couple of years ago? They said he's going to just be a monster on the defense. And so yeah, Jonathan, watch out for Auburn next year.
2: Um, um, you know, yeah, no.
1: actually actually uh, making a run, you know, because nobody's going to predict them to. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Nobody predicts you, Auburn to do good. They do good. They, you
2: guys lied to me last year. I have no faith.
0: Okay, that's
1: okay.
3: <laughs> no, when whenever, we're gonna, we're whenever gonna, we're, we're, everything we're is going wrong,
2: when, when everything is going we're gonna wrong, we're going to give you
1: faith when when we skull drag Clemson
2: the first game. <laughs> Look, y'all skull drag Clemson. I'll thank you. <laughs>
3: I mean when everything's well, well, going on is when Auburn does well. And then when everything's going right is supposed to go right is when Auburn does bad.
1: Mhm. I have faith in Gus Miles on and this this was announced yesterday. Alabama keeps their steroid distributor. <laughs> uh their strength and conditioning coach Cochran. So he's gonna he's gonna stay there and uh savings paying him the world, you know, he, he's getting a big raise. I mean you can't you can't get. I mean, this guy knows exactly the right blend to get to give these players a tournament to turn them into the incredible Hulk. Really, you know. So very mm-hmm. proud of that. And and Oregon yeah. and Oregon gets a big quarterback over uh, Alabama. Some FCS. I think Oregon loves these FCS quarterbacks so much. They're they're going after FCS and <laughs> Alabama's so desperate, Jonathan. They're trying to get FCS quarterbacks right now. <laughs>
2: that kid from Montana State committed to Oregon, did he? Yeah, he did. figure. Wow. Uh, obviously, it's a huge get for Oregon, um, because if you looked at it after uh, you know behind Vernon Adams and we saw it this year, they had nothing at quarterback. I mean, nothing at quarterback. So this is that's a huge grab for them to get somebody to come in and play bridge again. The only problem is how many years in a row can you play bridge before you decide? All right, maybe we actually need to recruit a a good quarterback coming out of high school.
1: So. So Jason's on the horn right now, guys. We're gonna bring Jason on. Jason, man, congratulations on picking up the high school quarterback there.
3: Well, um, the the um, um Dakota from Montana State and not CS um, Honestly, I've never heard of the kid. Um, to Jonathan's point, yes, we do have quarterbacks, and it's it's pretty much like a bridge and. Pretty much every quarterback that we have on the roster is a year away from starting. That's the way I look at it.
1: So. Well, the Oregon Ducks play. Who are y'all playing in a bowl game? Are y'all playing TCU in a um, bowl game, Jason? Yeah,
3: TCU and they're on like the third string quarterback the So.
1: Are you going? Are you yeah. going to the game?
3: Um, I I wish. Um, I, I'm not blessed with that kind of money. So.
1: What is it, like $15 to get in, man? Well, I'll give you $15. More
3: than that, It's in the Texas, too, so airfare and right. hotels. Oh, and gas, and I, yeah,
1: gas prices, sleep in your car, man. It won't cost much to drive down there from Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> so just sleep in your car, man. I'll buy the ticket for you. You can go. You can live the dream, man. Live the dream. Well, Jason, man, thanks for calling in. Um, Hey, where are we at on these in the FCS playoffs right now, Jonathan? Is Jacksonville State still in it?
2: Um, If I'm not mistaken, they did get knocked out. Um, Dang. I think we're in the quarterfinals right now. No,
3: semifinals.
2: We're in the semifinals. That's right. It was the quarterfinals over the weekend. No, Jacksonville State's still in it. I'm a liar. Uh Jacksonville State's playing Sam Houston State.
1: When? Saturday? Uh
2: yeah, Saturday at noon. It's gonna be Jacksonville State and Sam Houston State. It's gonna be a great game. Um Sam Houston State's a very good ball club right now. Jacksonville State's the number one overall seed. Um, so obviously they're 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 the favorites. Um and they're, going to get they're to play gonna get man.
1: Oh, they I actually mean, should have beaten Auburn, man. They should yeah. have beaten Auburn, honestly. They should have beaten them. If the coach hadn't screwed up in that personal foul, they would have they would have beaten Auburn, and Gus <laughs> Alvon wouldn't be the coach there right now. But I, mm-hmm. I just don't see Sam Houston State beating Jacksonville State. I mean, I've, I've watched them play in person. These guys are pretty big. I mean, they're a good football team for what they do, for the division they're in. So we'll see. So it's the Final Four in the FCS? that would be affirmative yeah all right so so guys real quick uh, a, a few days after the heisman trophies announced jonathan um do you have any any other thoughts change your mind about anything or do you still think McCaffrey got screwed
2: oh McCaffrey got jobs no doubt about it um i mean I, that. Do I feel good for Henry and his family? Yeah, I mean the the kid worked hard. There's no doubt about that. It's not like you know he just showed up and it was handed to him. I mean he, he you know he busted his butt to get there and and to you know earn that honor. But uh, at the end of the day, that that's that's McCaffrey's award. They need to go ahead and give that to the rightful guy. It, it's a shame that, that that this happened the way it did. And everybody's going to point towards the SEC bias. And what I'm going to say is, you know what? It's more of an Alabama bias than an SEC bias. Alabama gets the benefit of the doubt on anything anymore.
0: Yeah, I, I think so
1: too. And they've earned it. I mean, they they've been the most consistent team over uh, the last you know whatever eight years, ten years, whatever it's been. They they've been the most consistent, and uh, I still don't I still don't think that that anybody will beat them in the playoffs. I don't think. Oklahoma can do it. I don't think Clemson can do it, and I don't think Michigan State can do it, Jonathan. I, th- I think Alabama is going to be favored in every game they play in the playoffs.
2: Oh, well, of course they will. They're also the dead nuts uh, favorite to win it all, according to Vegas. So, uh, I mean, you know, sometimes you yeah. got to follow the money trail.
1: Yeah, Oklahoma will not be Clemson. I mean, I know we'll talk about all these games, guys, and you know, I'm a Nostradamus over here, but. You know, let's look at, it at the bowls. I mean, I don't know what, put. I'm pulling the point spreads up real quick. We'll talk. Just give me a couple minutes. Let's talk a couple of these games. That a couple of these point spreads that jump out at me a little bit. And Quinn, I know you don't pay attention to point spreads much, but Jonathan and I do. I do because it, it does matter. People don't realize it. It does matter. The, the perception. It does. And sometimes in the games, there's mismatches involved in the line. Vegas knows it. We don't know it. So I always like to look at the point spreads. If it's stupid, scores and odds have come up.
2: Brian, we're a bad influence on, on, uh, on Quinn here. I mean, we're we're now getting him to seriously consider gambling. Well, he well, needs to watch I've Tombstone wanting first. I've
3: to been since I turned 20, once I turned 21 for a while now. I've always looked at point spreads.
1: All right,
0: let's look at this. Variations. Let's look
3: at
1: these point spreads. So Quinn, we're gonna play a game. You're not looking at the point spreads, are you,
2: Jonathan? No. You're not either, are you? No, I'm actually looking at NCAA okay. football on my Xbox. Right.
1: Do not. I, I want to do a contest with you and see which one can come the closest. So don't don't cheat, please. It's, it's what I want you to guess the point spread. I'm gonna go ten games, and we'll mm-hmm. see who wins and help me keep score here. So, Quinn, what's the point spread going to be on UCLA Nebraska? Hmm.
3: Don't cheat. Um, I think. UCLA.
1: Jonathan, don't cheat.
2: 10 points.
1: Uh,
2: what I'm going to go, UC... I'm gonna go UCLA, uh, and I'm going to say they're favored by. Oh, that's a tricky game. Uh, I'm going to go with eight,
1: six and a half. So Jonathan wins Oops. that one. Don't cheat anybody. Don't cheat.
0: <laughs>
1: All right, Baylor, North Carolina, Quinn.
0: Ooh,
2: it's going to be a great game. What's the point, well, Brett?
3: I think it's North, Carol- North Carolina three. Jonathan.
2: I'm going to say North Carolina, three and a half. Baylor,
1: two. Why? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Quinn, I'll start with you on this one. Quinn, Memphis and Auburn. Auburn's a two-point
3: favorite.
1: Jonathan?
2: Oh, Memphis, two and a half.
1: Auburn's a two and a half point favorite. glenn got it.
2: Mm.
1: All right, agree with Wisconsin that. USC. Wisconsin USC. Jonathan, we'll start you out on this. Where?
2: What? Which bowl game is it?
1: Holiday Bowl out in California.
2: U- yeah, USC by uh, by three.
3: Quinn. USC by
1: seven. USC by three. Jonathan hit it dead on after he cheated.
2: Uh, All right. Don't call Michigan. me a cheater now.
1: I don't know. Jonathan, Michigan and Florida. It's just this oh.
2: bowl. Um, God, this has Vegas Zone written on it. Um, I'm going to say Michigan, and I'm going to say it's five and a half, even though I'm probably wrong.
0: Quinn?
3: Michigan uh, five,
1: four and a half. So you won. Yeah,
0: that going to be wrong. Win. All
1: right. Well, one. We'll do two more. And then I've got to go. Um, let me try to trick y'all here and stumble you a little bit. Do 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 All right. Middle Tennessee State and Western Michigan, Quinn.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, middle of Tennessee State
2: By um, six
1: Say so who cares six. and you'll get close
2: Alright,
3: Jonathan,
1: who's oh,
2: like Western Michigan six and a half
1: Western Michigan three okay, good. All right, let me get the last one. And there's another a team that I want not both of you. Arkansas, Kansas State. Uh, and I'll do one more after this. Arkansas, Kansas oh. State being played the Liberty Bowl. Jonathan, go ahead.
2: Uh, Arkansas 7.
3: Arkansas
1: Sim. 11. Yeah, you cheated.
3: <laughs> no, I didn't. I just remember from looking at it.
1: Okay, well, okay. just just- you cheated because you do remember it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Either way, you're a cheater.
0: <laughs>
1: all right, guys. Well, it's been fun, and we'll be back Sunday night. Um, go over these NFL games, have some fun. Guys, thanks for joining us. Have fun, Jason. Thanks for calling in. We'll see you all Sunday, guys. Tell your friends. Yeah. I'll tell your family. Tell, tell your girlfriends. <laughs> all right, I- y'all. See ya. I will see ya.